thank you everyone so much for the chance to chat with you, Chandler, Isaiah, Romina. Uh, this was the movie. It's called I Like Movies, but I loved this movie. It was just a wonderful story. Uh, and thank you so much for the, the, the opportunity to speak with you all. Um, Chandler, Chandler, let's start with you. What, what made you want to tell this story? Um, I think for me, it was just like a biological imperative, like the way that I think other people want to be mothers. I really wanted to make like a Canadian <laughs> coming of age movie um, and sort of make this portrait of um, my adolescence, which was like I'm an ex blockbuster video employee. I grew up in Burlington, Ontario. I was kind of a dick in high school and I was obsessed with Stanley Kubrick movies. And uh, I felt like I, I hadn't kind of seen that that story like told um, kind of through like a dramedy lens before. And um, yeah, and I, I kind of just wanted to unpack this cultural trope of like the film bro at the kind of most intense formation of their ego, you know, as teenagers. You know, that and it absolutely does. I love that this is a film that, that sort of, it deals with the psychology of, of youth and, and nostalgia and, and storytelling all in this complex sort of, of ball works uh, so well. Um, Isaiah, uh, Romina, I'm wondering from your perspective, do you, do you think we, this is a film all of, or about films. Do you think we turn to films and movies to help us understand ourselves better? Yeah. People use media to, people use media to cope with all manner of things. You know what I mean? To cope with like the, the monotony of everyday living, like throwing a movie on when you get home from work to processing like intense emotional trauma through like an art you consume, you know, um, it's literally like magic. Like art is magic, dude. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Romina, I was wondering, um, without giving away any of the spoilers here, one of the things that Alana believes so firmly as we see in this film is that movies aren't fun. Now mm -hmm. we, we understand why, based on her experiences later on. But I was wondering from your perspective, you know, the, the average person that isn't involved in the industry, do you think we glamorize it? And, and if so, why do we do that? I mean, it, it is somebody else's job. We don't, we don't glamorize the dentist or, or, or something like that. What is it about cinema that, that makes us glamorize it? Isn't that funny? It's so true. Yeah, I think we do glamorize it in a way that's not entirely accurate to what reality is in terms of what it is like to shoot a film. The, the crazy long hours, the sleepless nights, the a lot of caffeine to stay awake and energized, memorizing scripts, redirects, people not getting along. And then, you know, and at the end of the day, you might be your your film might be blowing up but you may still not be able to make rent i mean like it's so glamorized because of because of press because of media and it's sort of this sword we die on but the sword we need to keep movies so impactful in a way um but i think there's nothing there's that there, the, all the glamour and all the intrigue doesn't really compare to sitting in a dark room witnessing someone else's heartbreak and internalizing it to help you like metabolize your own heartbreak. Like there's no amount of glamor that can sort of overcast the impact that it, that happens, you know, in that hour and a half of cinema. It, it, it's so true. And, and there's something about doing that in a room together with other yeah. people as well. Uh, I think the pandemic has reminded us of this in, in there's something special about that. Ah. Together. 
Yeah, there's yeah. so many love letters to movies that came out this year, you know, like Empire of Light and The Fablemans. Um, you know, even everything everywhere all at once kind of feels like that too. Um, you know, I think that we just missed it so much that I feel like when we were unable to go to the movies, like everybody kind of wrote these stories about trying to go back to the cinema again. Yeah. But Romina, that was so beautifully put. My goodness. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> well, even just to what you were saying, that just the experience of being in, a, in the theater again, sitting with other people. I remember the first movie I went to see, um, when the COVID allowances were made available and you could go walk, it was moving just to walk in and sit there. It's just like, wow, like I missed this experience, you yeah. know? And, and it is becoming more challenging to get movies in theaters, so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like even just being kind of the first TIFF back when yeah. you could actually watch movies in theaters again without having to be spaced out like 10 seats apart or, you know, it was like really surreal and, and really, really powerful to kind of be back with audiences again. Um, and we were just, Ramin and I were just at our LA, our kind of US premiere in, in Santa Barbara. We were in this like really beautiful historic theater and there were like 15,000, 1500 people there, not 15,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like the jokes, just hearing like that many people laugh and gasp and kind of react to something that, that we all created together was like astonishing. And, and you know, I, I know it's a different experience, but there's something about the video store that I miss. I, Isaiah, you missed this, <laughs> or at least I think you probably did. I, a bit, sort of. I had like a child. I had like childhood experiences going to Blockbuster and stuff. And I grew up in Vancouver Island in Nanaimo, uh, like as a young child. So I feel like Vancouver Island is always like kind of like a like Canada's behind the U.S. And then <laughs> Vancouver Island is behind BC. So it's really like I was living in the 90s in Nanaimo. So there was like a blockbuster in a strip mall similar to the one in Ajax. And you go to McDonald's and AW and the dollar store. But then I would run like a SpongeBob movie, you know, like that's kind of where I was at. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference between us. I was like, I'll take the 12 Coolers trilogy at the same time that he was like, SpongeBob, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there, there's a great point right there. That just even that little statement there because one of the things we see with Lawrence in this film he he keeps talking about real cinema and there's been a huge <laughs> conversation the last few years about what makes real cinema so I'm just I'm just wondering for you all what what do you think qualifies is there such a thing as real cinema and I'm using air quotes or or if so what is it this is a great question I mean, I feel like it just has to be anything that makes you feel something, right? And, you know, if you're like crying and melting down because of SpongeBob, like, that's great. I, you know, I don't really like believe in guilty pleasures, you know, and I think also there's something really wrong about that idea of real cinema because it's actually usually like a canon that's been set up by men <laughs> and largely prioritized kind of like white male auteurs, you know, that so... You know, I think a lot of like the films that really resonated with me, like Amy Hackerling's Clueless, like those are not movies that are on the Criterion Collection as of yet, but they should be. And there's a lot of, I think, women and, and people of color and queer creators that were always making movies like throughout the history of cinema. And only now are we kind of like going back and recontextualizing those films and going like, oh my God, there's been so many gaps. So yeah, I feel like for me, it's just really important that you know, like my whatever's real cinema is like a personal cinema. I feel like we all have to kind of decide what we love together. And, and that's kind of what's so great about the way that film is being kind of 
the discussion films being kind of disseminated now online, like on Twitter and websites like Letterboxd and stuff. And it kind of allows more movies to kind of um, be lifted up and, and those filmmakers to kind of be um, supported and, and celebrated now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we are running out of time. I, I believe me. I, <laughs> I could, wish we could talk more. These I wish we could. Um, thank you all so much for your time. It is just, uh, the film is a joy and I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Great questions. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much. All right. Have a great day. You too. You too. Bye. Bye.